Welcome to Shekinah International Podcast. Our ministry reflects the five-fold ministry model Apostle Paul mentions in Ephesians 4, 11, and 12. Our podcast features leaders from multiple churches who are passionate about equipping Christians just like you to walk in purity and power, fulfilling your God-given purpose. God wants to do great exploits through you, so enjoy today's podcast. So, uh, Father God, I just thank you for this time. Thank you for this fellowship. Thank you for this message. May it just bless each person and encourage them and give them ears to hear and eyes to see those things in the spirit that you're showing them. And, uh, Father, may this just be free of distractions. And thank you for this time in Jesus' name. Amen. So... You know, when I, when I do my, I don't get up and teach a lot, so I'm about the word, literally, and, and I, okay, I'm old school, the Bible, not on my phone, which I do have the Bible on my phone, and there's nothing wrong with that, but there's something about a book, there's something about a book, and I think it's, you can feel it, it's there, and I'm a visual, so this helps me, so, um, so if you guys don't mind, I just want to honor God with a word. And if you guys have your Bibles, whether it's on your phone or your book, if you guys could lift it up and we can decree and declare, this is my Bible, God's word. When I read it, when I listen to it, when I read it, when I listen to it, it changes my life. Amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Um, I just, there's something to be said about declaring the word. Um, so 5782, you know, it was interesting because I started looking some things up back about a month ago. And of course, I put, put it down and then I lost my place. I couldn't find out where it was. I put my message. I started writing something and it's like, okay, Lord, there must be something you're doing here. So I, I, um, I love this because prophetically, I ran across this. And I love, you know, so we're going into the 5782. Oh, I forget. I got this one right here, too. Ooh. And live. Because he wants us to live as we cross over. We are crossing over. And to me, it's live. It's not live. It's live. And, I mean, we're living. I mean, this whole last year has been about living. I mean, living in different places, different ways of doing things. But God. So we're, we're going into pay bet, pay bait. Pay is the we're in the decade of the mouth. So we've been, just think about what we've been through this last year with the masking and the can't say this, you can't do that, all the rules. Some of us are struggle with following rules, but some of us, you know, I tell you, I, I don't always agree with the rules, but I when I'm in the house of, because of where I work at, I have to follow the rules of the house. And I'm not, no, I'm not talking about the church house either. Um, and I'm talking about the house of where I work at. Um, but, but think about this, you know, as we, we transition to 5782. Um, look at that. So we got 5782. So I want to tell you a little bit. So pay is on the left side. And bet, which is two, is on the right. When you look at bet, and this is what struck me, in a, bet is like a tent. And look at the opening. You know, look at that covering. And you can see, as I mentioned earlier, you know, the vav at the top, the side, and the bottom. So there's a ceiling, a wall, and a floor. And then the left side's the pay, which is the mouth, the decade of the mouth. So God's going to do something with the mouth. Now the question's going to be, 
what is it gonna what is it gonna be and how are you gonna weigh this this transition because it really is a transition we're going through right now as we're getting ready to transition to that so Patricia in her wisdom you know the last couple weeks she's had a teaching on being positioned for increase and I know many times increase many times people think about financial which is it's true but then you can have an increase in faith and joy strength and and provision I'm all the above but I think what's what's interesting is many times we get so caught up in the financial part that there's those other places that he wants us to be prepared for that increase are you ready to receive that because if we're posi- in order to receive something you have to be in the right position to receive it so like she talks about here um, increase is not determined by the increase of the economic status in the world but rather the stability of the economic status of the kingdom of God again Increase is not determined by the increase of the economic status in the world, but rather the stability of the economic status of the kingdom of God. Also, increase is not limited to the realm of money and possessions, but also your health, your relationships, favor, emotional soundness, your soul, your ministry anointing, and your gifting. So I want all of the above. I'm not going to lie. I want all of it. I receive all of that. I want to receive it. But what's that? <laughs> Amen. And I think particularly is with aging parents that, you know, my parents are in their 80s. So I look at their aging that they're going through. And I know I don't have many, you know, more years with them. So I want to, number one, take care of this body that I know I'm working on it. Um, but health and relationships, and, and Patricia, and, and I know she's, she's had some health challenges recently, so please pray, because I know she's been under attack this past year for a lot of different things she's been involved in, and she's 70 now. So I know that's hard with, uh, with the schedule and your travel, and then you have a husband. She's, I think, a caregiver for her husband, too, So um, because he has Parkinson's. So just be encouraged. But, I mean, there's increase you know, we are being positioned for increase, but again, we have to be in the right position to receive that. And there's a process God has to take us all through. You know, he, we, he needs to take us through the whole process, and we can't go around the mountain. We cannot short-circuit the process. So let's, I, I want to go to Genesis. Let's look at Genesis 1 um, for that. So in Genesis 1, 28. God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and multiply, uh, be fruitful, well, my, my version says, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. And again, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So think about what it says here. When he says, so do it, rule over it, that means dominion. So we have dominion over the things of the earth, which means those are things that come at us, words that come against us, situations that come against us. We have dominion over that. And I, um, I want to encourage you because I know each of us are in different realms, different, what you know, the mountains. Um, 
we all are in different spheres of influence. We all, whether it's with education, whether it's with the family, with the church, government, um, arts and entertainment, the media, and business. So we all have a, a realm that we have influence in, and we have dominion and authority over that. But I think the question is, are you positioned there to receive all God has for you in that realm? And many times as we um, age in place, we transition maybe to a new realm that maybe God is taking us to. And I kind of, to be transparent, I feel like that's kind of what God's doing with me with where I'm at with my um, work situation. But that doesn't mean I'm going to be doing something else tomorrow. But there's a preparation process he's taking me through to get prepared for that. So um, in Genesis 26, um, verses 12 to 13, Isaac planted the crops in that land and in the same year reaped a hundredfold because the Lord blessed him. The man became rich and his wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy. You know, it was interesting because, you know, Isaac planted the crops in that land. I'm thinking, oh, what is it about that land? You know, that land, what is that? What was it about that land? So it was like God was intentionally wanting him to plant crops in a specific, specific land. And in that same year, he reaped a hundredfold because the Lord blessed him. So do you think if he was disobedient, God would have blessed him? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that, I can, you know, I can't speak for God, so... But think about that. So there was something that Isaac was doing that really God was wanting to bless him for, you know, about how he was honoring him, the things he was doing. Um, God was speaking over mankind at creation, just like in Genesis 1. A wisdom and strength and increased begins with planting that seed. But the harvest is always greater. And this is what Patricia said. And, it, and this is so true. The harvest is greater always. It's, with an increase begins with planting a seed, and I'm thinking about what you talked about, Holly, about the seed. Um, but the harvest is always greater than the seed. And Patricia talked about, you know, you have an apple and you open it up, there are seeds inside. And she said this, and I never knew this, those seeds that are in the apple are shaped like the apple itself. Like that's what the apple is going to be when that seed grows. And I'm thinking, okay, this is prophetic, I get it. And I'm thinking of, Wow, that's so cool. You can look at the seeds, say that is going to be so many apples. I mean, think about all the, I used to count them as a kid. You guys wouldn't know this, but I used to think I was fascinated when she said that. But the, you know, the man, I'm talking, the man became rich and his wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy. So God blessed Isaac for he was obedient. He was honest and righteous and God saw that and blessed him. So I just want to encourage you because Many times when finances can be tight, you know, there's challenges maybe that we have, God will provide. Many times it may be in the form of somebody showing up at your door with a check, maybe a bag of groceries, maybe somebody, um, hey, um, uh, uh, buying, putting gas in your gas tank, but know that it's staying obedient to what God shows you. And, and Stephanie, you're such a, and I'm just, you know, I'm going to, use you as an example because because you know I'm your sister and I know there are times we butt heads and I know it's because you <laughs> and I love you but just your your faith and how you truly are so welcoming to everybody even in the midst of the challenges you had this last year and a half um, what a blessing you are and God's gonna 
give that triple and sevenfold and a hundredfold. And I really believe because of your obedience, and, and you didn't know I was going to share this, and it's not even in the notes, that is why I think all the doors have opened for Shekinah too. I really believe in my heart that that's part of, you know, the blessing that you've been for all of us and the body and the community and how you've sowed into our community here and how much you care about that. And you get, and I didn't mention this, but she had this cool little PowerPoint on Monday for the, for the planning commission. And it was, and she had all our pictures up there, you know, from the website. And I'm like, oh gosh. And then to find out there's people there we know, I'm thinking, She's so good, Lord. It's like, yeah, put her out there because I knew I didn't, I struggled like, okay, Lord, this is Stephanie's time to have her go. And he's like, no, you do this and she'll do that. So, okay. But I believe in my heart God is blessing that because of how you've blessed. Um, and I'm thinking of that song um, by Carrie Job about a blessing for the generations and the generations and the generations and the generations, how God is blessing that, how God is blessing that. So just be encouraged. Because I'll be honest, I didn't know where the land and property was going to go, but I knew that that was the right thing to do. And I'm thinking, God, you know what you're doing. Stephanie and I both had peace, and you guys have all been um, praying and sowing into this, what we're doing. And I can't imagine not having who we have here to do this with, nobody but you guys. Because, like I said, um, and, 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 and Holly, you probably know this because of the work you do, um, about the cost of materials, things have gone up this past year, and I was at a at a meeting recently for a building that's being built with this agency that I work with in Wayne County, and they're really struggling about the project going through because of the cost of the materials, and they can't get the state to approve things, and I'm thinking, and I've been praying for this agency. It's like, Lord, if this is your, your will to do this, open that door, and if it's not, shut it. And I just believe that that's, you know, we've been praying. It's like, Lord, if this is your will, open that door. And if it's not, just shut the door. And he's leaving it open just like bait, bait, bet. You know, 5782, there's that tent, the welcoming, the habitation of God's presence. Oop, I don't want to get into that. That's coming up in my mind. Coming up. All right. Um, so, so Patricia, very much positioned for increase. Um, oops, skip that. So um, with Hebrews, um, therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. And that's actually what we just did, I felt, today. Think about that. Being thankful in all things in, in 2 Thessalonians. Yes, be thankful in all things and so worship God acceptable with reverence and awe. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, and then in Colossians 3, verses 1 and 2, since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above and not on earthly things. And so with this whole building process, that's what I've had to do. Okay, my tendency, I just want to write a check and get it done. I am. I'm the old school. I admit it. I just want to have the check. I'm done, you know. But it's like, no, Laura, there's a process I want to take you through. I'm like, all right. But... <laughs> But that's just my tendency to, because of, but I think this goes back to the teaching with the sewing. And just like what Patricia, you know, some of the things that I was sharing earlier, that the words that Patricia had shared about Isaac and the sewing he did, and how he blessed, and how Stephanie, how you've blessed, and other people have too, and the work that you've been doing, and all of us, and, and Holly, the stuff for the houses, and the work that you've been doing, what a blessing you've been, and 
the work and how you see things here and the event last week, no matter what God, what happened, we knew God wanted this event to happen last week. So each of, each of you have a, have a hand in that. So know that um, God's going to bless that. God's going to bless the house. He is going to bless the house, this this facility, this new building. And again, I think it's I think it's very prophetic that Labor Day is on Monday, and then you know we're the next day. I do. I think it is. I I do. It's it's absolutely. That's right. That's right. So, so, and then, and you know, one of the things that came up for me is, and this is, these are some of the things that God spoke to me about listening to Patricia. God positions us to receive when we listen to what he tells us, when we follow his leading, when we are obedient to the call. And again, and I think that's really what the vision that Shekinah we've had because if we're not in position, we can't receive. The church can't receive. We can't receive people to come in here. We have to set up, we have to set up worship. We have to set the chairs up. We have to tear it, you know, like the meeting, what we did last Sunday. But then it's, it's you know what I realized? And I know sometimes I'll be at minute, I'm tired, and the, I don't want to speak that. I cut that off. But there's just a lot on Sundays, like last Sunday, for instance. But think about we touched every chair. Think about we were laying hands on a chair. And there are times that I have to admit I probably didn't pray over a chair. I thought about it later, and I said, Lord, I just bless the house, bless the chairs, and what a blessing Christ Kingdom Builders has been for us. And we're so thankful. You know, we've been here almost five, it'll be five years in November. And I feel like that's very prophetic um, that we've, that has been, and what a blessing they've been. So um, we're so thankful for them. And so it's really important, like Patricia, you know, said that, God positions us to, for increase, but just to be in the position to receive that. Um, in the midst of the metamorphosis, I say it, I, I really see this as a metamorphosis. God points us for the change. I'm sorry, God positions us for the change. He equips those he calls. At Shekinah, we are, like I mentioned, we're purchasing the land in order to build because we are listening to God and being good stewards of the provision he has blessed us with. He is providing that provision, and he's positioning the church where he wants us to build not only spiritually but physically. So there's something to that. I really believe that in the season particularly coming up. Um, so I want to, this is a, a, a group of um, ministry, and I shared the last couple years about Shira Ministries. I love it. This is a, these are, uh, this uh, group is their charismatic Catholics, but their word to me is always right, and I've sensed that's for my, personally, it resonates with me, and um, this one particularly, um, and I feel like it's a warning for us in our house, a house divided in the mouth will not stand. Um, the Shira Ministries, I, I've been following for the last few years as it relates to what God is speaking to them for the head of the year on the Hebrew calendar. I think it's important we share what our brothers and sisters are hearing from what I would call behind-the-scenes perspective. You know, these aren't well-known ministries. These, And I think there's some good words coming out. And, you know, we follow Patricia. You know, we're ord, ord, ordained under her. But I, I think there's – there. I have two other um, – words, two other people I want to share. Well, Shira Ministries and another person, but I just think it's important behind the scenes, you know, some of the things that people are doing that we would not even know about. Um, so in Matthew, and again, this is thinking back to what they talked about 
a house divided in the mouth will not stand. So in Matthew 12, 22 to 25, then they brought him, and this is, they're bringing somebody to Jesus, a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute. And Jesus healed him so that he could both talk and see. All the people were astonished and said, could this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard this, they said, it is only by Belzebub, the prince of demons, that this fellow drives out demons. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined, and every city or household divided against itself will not stand. You know, Jesus confronted the Pharisees, which is that religious spirit, on their, on their thoughts when they tried to discredit him. How many people have had to deal with that? I mean, the, the discrediting part, people speaking out against you because they're, number one, probably jealous, they're insecure, um, they, they, are, they don't understand it. And I think we're in a time that we're going to be seeing that more. Um, and I think that's why this is, um, this, this is an important word. And I'm only sharing this, and it's not to make people afraid. I just want to encourage you. Again, we have dominion. We have authority over things. But I think it's wise to be... To be um, Wise as serpents and harmless as doves. So um, this year, and this is Shira Ministries 5782, this year will bring turmoil for many. Divisions between father and son, mother-in-law and daughter-in-law will flourish. Only those houses where peace is at the hearth will survive the carnage. And I think that's pretty, I, th I think this is important. I think the house, I'm thinking of the church. And we can see that there's, different things being spoken. And I, I think this is where our words, we need to be careful what words we're speaking about the whole piece about unity. Like in, and let's go to Matthew 10, 35. I'm going to go to that quick. All right, let me find it here. Thank you. Um, for I've come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And that's verse, um, verse 35. So, and actually, I'm going to go to the first verse above that, verse 34. Do not suppose that I've come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to turn a man against his father, daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. So I just want to encourage you, um, the lies and disputes of the tongue will be rampant. People will find themselves seeing one thing and saying another. The tongue will be divided from the heart. The mouth will be far from the kingdom home. Increasing your faith will help you rise up to receive all from God at this time. And I just think this is a, this is a warning. This is a warning from us for our house. But I think we need to be praying for the church. Um, think about that. You know, some churches are masking up again. Some aren't. Um, I think that this is a time where we need to, and, I, and as an elder, I know I have a responsibility, and there's times that I've not demonstrated some things that I just want to please forgive me for that because I know there's times I've been challenged. Um, I've been pressed. I've been stretched. A lot of that is... Some has to do with things at work. Some of it has to do with personal things. But at the end of the day, it should matter. That just we are the church, and we need to lead by example. So I'm, I'm, um, I just want to encourage you. 
um, because there's a, there's a few more things I want to, they mention here. Those who will cause division are not from the house of God. Let your heart be undivided in these days. So we got to be careful about our heart. If you have an offense with somebody, we need to deal with it quickly. We can't be, we need to take it to the throne. Take it to the person. Don't take it to, the, to your neighbors. Take it to the person. Speak the truth of my house and peace shall enter. And I, I really love this. Speak the truth of my house and peace shall enter. And 1 Corinthians 1.10. I'll go to that. For I do not, oops, first, oh, wrong chapter. Maybe God wanted me to see something with that. Um, I appeal to you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another so that there be, may be no division among you and that you may be perfectly united in mind and thought. Um, I think one of the things that I've learned with this building is the importance of unity between Stephanie and I because I have a tendency to be into the details. I am, that's my thing, and I know sometimes that kind of, that can be challenging, but I think, but there's reasons why, but you know, but trust God because God has this. And like the, pa I'm just, I'm just going to use my example because I had my board packet all filled out and printed out because I'm used to that. That's how I operate in the government. And we were at the very end of the agenda. We had to be prepared because, and I think they said this, they've, we had a great presentation. They said, and I can't remember exactly the word, Stephanie, so if I'm saying this wrong, please let me know that they don't always get that. Like some people are disorganized. They don't know what they're doing. But I know having done presentations before at these meetings, you know, this is a time that we want to honor people's time. And I know we got a little um, talkative after we were done at the end and we had to be shooed out because we we're just excited. And But I think there's, because I think there's something to be said. And this is God's time. You know, we want to honor that. So I think at the end of the day, being in unity and one about our presentation was really important because they want to know who's going to be in their neighborhood. They're not, we're not a cult because that's what this one lady said. They're thinking, well, we, we were good. When we saw so-and-so, we knew you weren't a cult. And I laughed because that would be my, I wouldn't want to be considered a cult. because. But those are things that um, we're seeing things. And people are hungry, number one. They, they, they're hungry because the church, um, what's the word I'm thinking? I think the church is at a critical crossroad. Number one, I mean, we look at what's happening in our country. I'll just speak for our country and our state. Um, we didn't shut down. We knew we followed what God said to do. We still held service, and we didn't cover our mouths up. And it, and, but we honored the social distancing. And this isn't about the COVID, but there's something to be said about the relational aspects. And Stephanie, and you're, 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 um, I just want to continue to encourage you and because I know you hear from God, but I, I think with everything that was happening, I'm like, Lord, I, I know we're doing the right thing. Just bless and encourage people. And if the police show up, you know, if they give us a ticket, I mean, well, we have money in the bank. We can handle it. I know I, those are things I'm thinking about. Okay, that those are about just being transparent. Because think about that pastor in Canada, you know, that pastor in Canada that they arrested. Um, because I, I, I'm not saying this to, to make people concerned, but 
this is the this is this is the environment we're in right now um, with the church. Um, and also, speak, open your mouth with the authority of my house, and it will be done for you. Um, I mean, think about that in John fifteen seven. Um, think about, and I'm thinking of, and I'm going back to the presentation we did on Monday. We, you know, Stephanie shared the vision of Shakina, and and how we were a welcoming and and our diverse team, and you know, we want to be good neighbors. You know, we wanna we wanna be a part of the community. We're not some fly by night place. We're not gonna just take your money and leave. And um, but we care about the community. We pray. We care about the community. So. Um, speak, open your mouth with the authority of my house and it will be done for you. Um, and I'm gonna, I wanna look at that quick. In John 15, seven. If you re remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you. So it's important that you remain if you remain in me, which if we're in, in Jesus, it's not about being in us. It's not about our, our stuff. I, it's not about us. It's about if we remain in him. And how do we do that? We have to be positioned. How do you get positioned? We have to listen. We have to obey. And I'm not talking about in a religious way. But there are some things we're called to do that I'll have to admit, there's some things that we're called to do that I've struggled with. I'm just going to admit, I, I'm, I'm kind of set sometimes and wanting to do things my way, but I'm like, Lord, I give it to you. Get your, I take my hands off the wheel because really, because it's not about us. It's about him. And like this whole building, like I said, I did. I wanted just to write a check because then we'll be done. We can get that. I'm all about thinking about the, the, at the end, but there's a process he wants to take us through. I'm reminded of like how you put a puzzle piece together. I like to do the outside and then do the inside. That's just me. I know prophetic. I know some people are like, what? I just, I do. But I'm all about, what about this? He's like, no, I'm going to take you through this process. Like, okay, Lord, help me because I just, I, I've never done this before. And I think part of it is I want to honor you guys have given. And I just want to make sure that I'm honoring what you've given in the right way that that's what God wants us to do, not because it's about me or it's about what Stephanie wants, but it's a vision for our church. Just the things, Holly, that you shared, Matt, you shared, Alan, um, Donna, um, Cami, and Jackie, and Brent, and Patty, Lonnie, um, who did I miss? Lyra, Lyra Kelligal Carrington, and Marty. Um, just know that each of you has a place in this, in this whole process we're going through, so it's important. Um, so anyway, I just, I just want to encourage you, even though there's, a, um, there's, a, there's some really challenging times we're coming in, just be encouraged. This will be a year when the prophets will speak out. Again, this is Shira Ministries. Just as there was a division over whether to wear masks, there will be an even stronger division over whether to vaccinate. It will appear as though there are two truths to every side, but remember, there is only one truth. Two also represents Jesus, the covenant. Um, so I just want to encourage you, even though there is a vision of duality happening in this coming year, it's important that we not judge our brothers and sisters' faith. And I say this, it's important for us not to judge them. Um, 
So I want to, I'm going to read Romans 14 a minute. And I'm saying this is because uh, I'm, I'll be transparent. I'm not getting the vaccine. I just, I'm going to be transparent. I know God's told me not to. All of my family has. And I know I've had discussions with my parents. And um, I've had discussions with people in my job because there's certain things that I have to do now because um, I've had to either, well, I won't get into that, but let's just say that there's a, I think there's a reckoning that's going to happen with all of this. And I'm not talking about my situation, but I think there is a clash happening with that. And I think we're going to see that more and more. But I want to encourage you, you need to follow peace about what God tells you to do. Um, I think that's really important because I think each of us, this is our physical body. And personally, I think we have a right to say no. We do have a right. This is America. There's a, what's called the Constitution. And I did, I have a mask that's a Constitution. I was going to wear it to my meeting, and I thought, no, I better not. I did. And I thought, no. Because <laughs> that's not offensive, but for some people, they probably would think it is. So any, anyhow, I'm just... That's, that's how I kind of get my joy in the midst of the pressing he's taking me through. I do. I kind of like, and, I'm, and I'm, I'm ministering to my division director who's new in our office. And um, her daughter actually lives by me. So there's something God's doing because I've talked with her frankly about my position on it. And she understands it. She does. But she has to think of not just me, but the office. And there's protocols. And this, there's the state's position on that. Um, but in Romans 14, 5 and 13, I want to I wanna read this to you. One man considers one day more sacred than another. Another man considers every day alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his, his, <coughs> excuse me, in his own mind. Let me get a drink here a minute. One man considers one day more sacred than another. Another man considers every day alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. He who regards one day as special does so to the Lord. He who eats meat eats to the Lord, for he gives thanks to God, and he who abstains does so to the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives to himself alone, and none of us dies to himself alone. If we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So whether we live or die, we belong to the Lord. For this very reason, Christ died and returned to life so that he might be the Lord of both the dead and the living. So just, um, you then, why do you judge your brother? Or why do you look down on your brother? For we will all stand before God, God's, for we will all stand before God's judgment seat. It is written, as surely as I live, says the Lord, every knee will bow before me, every tongue will confess to God. So then each of us will give an accounting of himself to God. Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. I say again, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle before your brother's way. So I just think that's a good word for us of, because we know the fear that we're seeing. And I think we, that's, and I, I deal with that sometimes with my parents. And I, and I love you, Mom, if you're listening, I love you. Um, but um, you and I have talked about this. So just be encouraged um, <laughs> in case she listens to the podcast because I did tell her I was preaching today. I'm just saying, please. <laughs> um, but um, 
But just be encouraged. I, we can see how this whole, they're trying to divide us. They really are. It is about division. This isn't about, it's not about politics. And I, I, had, I had somebody say it to me in a meeting once that when people don't do something, it's about politics. And I actually said something to this person recently. It's like, actually, I do this. It's not, it's not about politics. It's because I care. That's why I do what I do. Now, there are times it's not been said that nicely to this person. So God's working on my heart. So just be encouraged about praying for the people. And I think that particularly that spirit of fear over people that are older adults, um, I, and I say that because of um, having older adults and because of where I work at, um, but know that God has this. God has this. And so we just, just to be encouraged to pray, for, pray about this because I think um, uh, more and more we're going to start seeing lines being drawn. And again, these are my words so that's not from um, the other group. But I want to, this quote, when they talked about a house divided and the mouth will not stand, I'll be honest, this came up for me as soon as I, I saw that, that quote from Abraham Lincoln. A house divided against itself cannot stand. President Lincoln's speech in 1858, which he gave his house divided speech, was an address given by Abraham Lincoln later, President of the United States, on June 16th, 1858, at what was then the Illinois State Capitol in Springfield after he had accepted the Illinois Republican Party's nomination as the state's U.S. Senator. I mean, immediately, that's what I thought about. Immediately. Um, and, and knowing about the word, um, I'm losing my place here. Hang on a minute, everybody. hope I didn't. So, you know, there's, what happened to the, I thought I had a scripture, and maybe I bypassed it, sorry, you guys, just sent it. Um, yeah. But we know um, a house divided itself can't stand because two halves that are split, it collapses. I mean, I mean, this is prophetically really what I see with our country right now, literally. And the fact that um, he reminded me of um, Lincoln's speech, I don't feel was an accident. Um, so just please be praying. I think it's really important. I know you guys are prayer people, but I really feel the press happening. And I know some of it's because of the realm I work in, but I really see that now in different levels, different places. And you can see it like I was, uh, this bus driver was not very kind to me earlier today. And I usually, I, I just was asking how long he was going to be where he was at because I couldn't get around and he was just rude. And I'm thinking, you know, probably he's been given a hard time about the mask. You know, everybody has to wear masks now on the cattle buses. And he's probably had people, gosh knows what people say, because that's a hard job. And what a blessing it is to drive a bus. I mean, I think it's prophetic. I do. I mean, I guess in my, in my if, I, if God ever moves me to that or drive it a big bus for Shekinah, I already am thinking about my next car, about the Shekinah bus. Come on, get happy. Yeah, like the Partridge family. Um, but I'm, anyway, I just, just be encouraged because I think there's really, <laughs> oh gosh, I love you guys. I can just see the whole family, like the, part, the Partridge family. That's what I think about that song. And they, they had the big colorful bus and I did. I, I, loved, I loved that show in the 70s. But um, 
So just be encouraged. Pray because, I mean, think about all the, the pressures and things people are under in the public, you know, about the transportation and people in government and people in, I mean, everybody is. So I, I think we're all under a press. But God, we don't have to live under it, though. Um, so I thought this, and I couldn't find a picture, so bear with me, you guys. Um, I, um, I thought this picture was pretty cool of the 5782 and about the tent. And I mentioned this early about the, the ceiling at the top for the bait. And then the, the, and it's a picture of a tent and then the floor for bait. Um, and it really is, and that's the opening, that's the tent. Bait is the picture symbol of a tent or a place of dwelling, a house. This will be a year of habitation for the church, and this is Shira Ministries. The time of the church versus the anti-church. In houses of worship that dwell in his presence, they will become houses of glory and encounter. Isaiah 56, 7. It is written, my house is a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. This will be a year of building up the house and securing the gates from thieves who would enter into the wall. Prophetic gifts will flourish. I feel like that's a word for Shekinah, Stephanie. I just want to... Um, I, and for all of you, because I really feel like that's what we've been doing on Tuesdays with Throne Room. I mean, and the fact that we're building, getting the building and the property, um, I think that's right on. Um, and this kind of flows right into um, Eric Burton, 5782. This will be a year of habitation for the church where God comes back into the church. And um, it's, it's as you start looking at and here I want to take this to the next scripture in Isaiah. Isaiah 56, 7. These I will bring to my holy mountain and give them joy in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and sacrifices will be accepted on my altar, for my house will be a house of prayer for all nations. So, yeah, I just, just be encouraged. I think throne room is great. Um, I know there are times, and, and I have to press into this, you guys, because... Tuesdays, sometimes if I've been having to work late because of things I'm dealing with at work, with preparation for presentations and meetings, but I, I tell you, that night you were kind of, you're out. <laughs> it was powerful. Out meaning you were kind of like, I never, we're in the big, the big chairs. I already put in a request. I may need a chair if I have to get out like that. I may need something at the new building. So I'm not, we can, we can all share chairs, but I, I just... <laughs> The glory, yes, I like that. Actually, that's a good prophetic word, the glory chairs. Um, so, so in um, Ezra 6, 7 to 8, do not interfere with the work on this temple of God, and I believe this is about the church, Stephanie, too. Let the governor of the Jews and the Jewish leaders rebuild this house of God on its site. Moreover, I hereby decree what you are to do for these elders of the Jews in the construction of the house of God. Their expenses are to be fully paid out of the royal treasury from the revenues of trans-Euphrates so that the work will not stop. Okay, I didn't get a chance to look this up, but trans-Euphrates. Um, I know trans I thought was trans-Jordan. Um, Euphrates is the river, and I can't remember if it's Egypt. Okay, this is a okay. I'm a okay. This is prophetic. I don't want to get a bunny trail, but there's something to this. Their expenses are to be paid, are to be fully paid out of the royal treasury from the revenues of the Trans Euphrates, so that the work will not stop. God is going to provide the provision for the building. I believe in my heart. And you guys, thank you for, again. I know I mentioned this early. Thank you for the prayers for the building. 
you know, again, when I read the scripture, I again thought of how the throne room has been so powerful on Tuesday evening, how God is blessed, blessing that with the obedience of all who have, who have partnered there with us and how God is going to continue to do that as we purchase the land and the building, keeping him as our focus, for this will be his dwelling place and his building. Amen. All right. So I get to the bait. Okay, I'm just like the bet. It's bet, not bait. Bet. Bet looks like a picture of a tent, which means habitation in Hebrew, bringing new life into the body of Christ, a new beginning into the church, bringing new life into the habitation, into God's presence. Houses of worship will become places of God's glory again. Bet also means a connotation of in, being inward, coming into something. God wants back in the church. I say this, God wants back in the church. God wants back in the church. God wants to dwell back in the tabernacle, back in the church. The tent of meeting, bringing new, fresh life. You have creation within the habitation. God is transitioning us to this new habitation and a new creation. God is bringing things back into alignment for his house, his dwelling. God is concerned about the heart of the church. We are to carry the heart of the church. He is concerned about our hearts. Uh, uh, Our hearts must be in an alignment with his heart for his dwelling place to reside. Our hearts must be in alignment with his heart for his dwelling place to reside. God will take us through a process so our hearts are aligned with his. It's not about programs, and these are, these are some of the things he mentioned, but I'm remembering of how I started when I, when I got involved in ministry and how, Lord, I had so much still to learn. It's not about programs. It's not about methods of growth or models. We are to decree with our mouths. The church will become a house of prayer. And I think of what you guys do on the monthly um, meeting for Coggle or prayer for Coggle at the house of prayer. And I think more and more, again, we're in the decade of the pay. Think about that. We're in the decade of the pay. So there's going to be something, I believe, in my heart. Um, he's going to be doing something in and through us with, through this next decade with our mouths, our decrees, or what we shouldn't be saying. So just remember there's a two duality today. You can decree things that are pure, noble, and lovely, Or you could do the opposite, which that is not God's best. We're not to do that. Um, um, So these are some of the things God spoke to me about. Keep your eyes on his prize, the author and finisher of your faith, which is Jesus. He who has done a work in you will see it to completion. So I'm going to go to Philippians 1.6 quick. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it unto completion until the day of Christ Jesus. You know, so I know with all the events happening in the world, people are listening to different people. What's that prophet say? What about this? What about what President Trump says? What about he didn't say this? What about that? What about, do you see what President Biden said? What he didn't say? So I want to be encouraged. Don't be distracted. Do not be distracted by what you see going on in the world around you. Stay sniper-focused. 
through prayer, intercession, and worship. So again, I say stay sniper-focused. And I'm saying this for me, you guys. I'm right along with you because I think what I realized, and because I work in government, there's... I get different things coming at me. Part of it's because of our office has been so involved with the things that have happened in government this past year. But I think at the end of the day where I realized, you know, something, Lord, I know I'm right where I need to be and I can't leave yet because I've really struggled. It's like, Lord, how long? I just want to do other things. It's like when I say so, I'm like, yes, Lord. But when? 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 He's like, when I say so. So I just want to, I want to read um, Romans 12 too. Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Um, I just want to challenge you to stay focused again on what Jesus is saying um, but we need to be praying for uh, people in high levels, of, high levels of government. I mean, our city, we have a mayor. We have an election for our mayor in November and for our governor and for our president. Um, all, you know, we need to pray for all levels of government. I think it's really important right now more than ever. But um, they just, we, we need it now more than ever. Love and humility will be key for us as individuals and corporately as we move into 5782. Again, love and humility will be key for us as individuals and corporately as a church as we move into 5782. And I want to go to Philippians again. Philippians 2, 1 to 11. I don't, um, yeah, I'm going to read 1 to 11. So just be encouraged. This goes along with 11 humility. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with overseers and deacons, grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Oops, am I in the, sorry, wrong chapter. Oops. Sorry about that. Ugh. All right. Imitating Christ's humility. If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete. He's telling us to make the joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility. Consider others better than yourself. Each of you should look, should look not only, let me read that again. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in the same nature God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to the death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, 
that is at the name of Jesus, that every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So, let's see. Let's get that. I think. So again, stay focused on Jesus, what Jesus is saying to you. That's not to say we shouldn't be listening and praying to others. I want to encourage you to continue to pray for both President Biden and President Trump. Our country needs those prayers today now more than ever. Prayers are being answered. Corruption is being exposed. And justice is being served. Pray for hearts to turn to Jesus, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father except through him. Each of you are uniquely positioned in the kingdom to impact a sphere, whether it's the area of family, education, media, arts and entertainment, business, religion, or government. God has uniquely placed you there to reach others with the saving grace of relationship, with the saving grace, finding a relationship with Jesus Christ. Only you can do that. You're uniquely positioned. Only you can. Um, so I think, let's see. Okay. Through the last year, with all the church has faced, it has put pressure on the church. Church leadership particularly. Pastors are starting to stand up and say, enough is enough. They are no longer going to be a doormat for the political system. They are rising up to who God created them to be, being the true church of Jesus Christ. But there is also, there are some people in leadership that haven't risen up, that have been afraid. We need to pray for them. And I know I talked about this earlier, but it's really important because they're shepherds of a flock. They need prayer. Um, so I want to end with this, with this verse. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of, of our faith, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured each opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary or lose heart. So, um, I think that's it. Um, I guess in closing, <laughs> it is finished. All right. Thank you for listening today. Take a moment and ask Holy Spirit what He wants you to do with what you've learned. And remember, with God, all things are possible. So keep dreaming, keep praying, and simply obey. Because God is good, and He has good plans for you. You can subscribe to our blogs, learn about our speakers, and even hear from one of our team members how you can take part in transforming a city your city with Christ. There's no time like the present. Visit ShekinahOnline.com. If this doesn't excite you, watch for our new and God-inspired product line, a newly released book by Stephanie Butler, more testimonies from our listeners like you, working to bring unity in cities across the world. If you feel led to support our podcast, you may do so on our Shekinah.com website. Or if you would like to support us monthly, there is a link labeled Listener Support on every podcast. Until next time, we thank you, we love you, have a blessed day.